We are live on TikTok for the first time on this podcast about medical insurance. Here's the question. My partner is pregnant. She will deliver next month. We are not married. Will the insurance provided by her company cover her delivery? This is a great question. And the short answer is it should. Uh, and I will tell you, we've had a number of um, questions like this recently, and that's regarding, well, so we've got a baby coming up, but we don't really have insurance, um, the marriage certificate issued yet. So will the pregnancy, will the, the delivery be covered? Will the mother be covered? Will the baby be covered? Remember, remember, because these are all three different sort of stages. So the mother's own care, uh, and then pre-delivery and during delivery. And then there is the, the mother itself, if she has any kind of complications related to birth. Will that be covered or not? And then there's the baby and the baby's uh, birth and the baby's uh, uh, further medical treatment if need be, right? So these questions come up quite regularly. And uh, the short answer is yes, health insurance is, should cover all all of these uh, parties and, and circumstances. And it's interesting because we've actually reached out, um, and I'll tell you why. First, perhaps, and sort of logically, and then give a little bit of a legal, uh, legal justification. So logically, so when you, uh, when the mother gets basically pregnant, and so it's, um, for most insurance coverage here, if it covers maternity. And legally, there's never, I've never, I have yet to have seen, I've never actually seen a condition to maternity coverage as to being legally married. I've never seen that. So now we know these questions didn't really come up in the, in the past as much because, uh, your baby out of wedlock and, and pregnancies with, without a marriage certificate or out of, out of wedlock were previously legal. Well, they're not illegal anymore. And it's become a lot easier to uh, not only uh, basically um, sort of have these kinds of relationships here, but also deliver uh, children here without necessarily a marriage certificate. So uh, not just because the laws have changed, but also even the society sort of has changed and institutions have changed and it's become a lot more accept- acceptable. Uh, and so, and yet we hear, so because of that, now these discussions are coming up a lot more. And that's all well, while I'm being told by my employer or by the company that our health insurance does not cover that. I don't know where that comes from, to be honest with you, because legally I have never seen a single health insurance plan that has it a condition, specific condition, uh, that uh, states, uh, well, you are supposed to, you're, you can only benefit from this maternity coverage if you're re- legally married. Never seen one. Furthermore, we now on the back of these sort of multitude of questions we've, we received recently, we've even reach, reached out to the different, we've gone back and researched the laws and the health insurance laws themselves and also the uh, talk to our various uh, health insurance brokers and, 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 and the contacts that we know and ask that very question. And no, like, no the, we have not once seen a source uh, that even remotely suggests that this condition of being legally married is somehow a condition. Uh, and so if you, and that's basically, that's the, the overall premise. So there, therefore, if your health insurance includes maternity coverage, then by default, that will cover your pre-delivery uh, visits to the doctor. They will cover your delivery itself. And they will cover uh, the uh, the mother, any sort of issues uh, related to the mother. Also, by default, all health insurance plans that cover uh, maternity, by default, cover the baby for the first three months. And that makes sense, okay. right? Because how else? Because the baby like does not really have legal identity yet to sure. qualify for their own visa until they've been a born, you know, and then be um, discharged from the hospital, like, had their birth certificate or birth notification and birth certificate, and then the passport and the residence visa. 
because you cannot apply for for health insurance here ultimately for a resident that's not that's not yet a resident so for a baby to actually even apply for health insurance you do need to go through that process of where uh, of health uh, uh, birth notification which is issued by the hospital and then on the back of that birth notification you apply for the birth certificate and that will uh, take some time well these days it's taking a lot less it's time but in the past yes in the past for sure but even today because there could be some complications and, sure. and there's a lot of complications where the baby doesn't come out of the hospital and the mother for months on end or and even if they do it's just the last thing on their minds right now is to, to continue to apply for this sort of paperwork so and then you get the birth uh, uh, certificate then you apply to your your embassy for the passport and different depending on the embassy it could take uh, a few weeks and then once you have your their baby's passport only then you can apply for them as a resident to be for residency visa on the back as your as your dependent as your dependent on the back of your sponsorship right so that's a process and only then you can apply for health insurance and this is why this is why um, all at least you know and I'm I've not seen anything in the contrary and there may be some exceptions but I have not seen any maternity coverage uh, that uh, excludes the baby because <laughs> it would just not be nonsensical. So therefore, all maternity coverage usually by default include the baby's treatment for at least three months. So it always includes the baby's matern- uh, emergencies, mm-hmm. uh, any kind of emergencies uh, related to the baby and also um, uh, regular sort of treatment, even like vaccines and such for the first three months. Uh, so, so therefore, a very long-winded question, uh, answer to the question is, is exactly that. That should not be the case. That being said, we're hearing that a lot of uh, people are being told that. So legally speaking and contract-wise, we have never seen anything uh, to substantiate that theory. But what my recommendation would be to whoever finds themselves in that situation is to uh, simply get copies of all the insurance policies and read with uh, uh, through the microscope because and, and see if there's any kind of exception like that. And if you don't find an exception, that means it does not exist. And I would predict that there won't be such a, such a clause in the agreement. And therefore, you will be qualified and you, the, the mother and the baby will be qualified for health insurance coverage. Okay. So mother and child for three months and uh, legally married or not doesn't make any difference. Hello, ma'am. My company said they will be deducting the amount for the health insurance from my salary. Can they do that? Oh, well, no, no, unless, for example, so by default, no. And that kind of goes back to your previous question, which I have not answered yet. And that's in terms of the penalties, mm-hmm. because there's a specific penalty for that. Uh, but for, let's say, let's say if my employee, um, I, I offer my employees coverage to the tune of, let's say, 5,000 dirhams a year, right? Uh, so that's all I'm willing to pay or I'm able to pay. But you, as an employee, you want a better, better coverage and you want uh, 10,000 dirhams. Your, your policy would cost 10,000 10, dirhams. But I'm not, required to provide you with the health insurance of your choosing, right? Or your right. coverage. Right. I'm only required to provide you with basic, basic, but I'm not even providing you with basic. I'm providing you with a lot more than just basic. Uh, so I'm providing you with, let's say, but I pay 5,000 dirhams on your behalf. So, but you want 10. So we can agree for me to provide that for you. And I, I can either offer it to you as compensation as your sort of part of your additional compensation, or I can say, listen, I'll pay for it, but I will deduct the, the margin, the 5,000 difference, right? Between the, the 5,000 that I pay by law and then the 5,000 that you asked me to pay extra for you. And that would need to be in an employment contract in some form, wouldn't it? Sure. I mean, it can be just a, a separate undertaking. You and I can sit down and agree that this additional 5,000 that you've asked me to pay for you 
is by is is ultimately like a loan that I am paying for you in advance, and that's um, and that will be deducting, and therefore I can deduct that from your salary. And by the way, under the new employment law, the, any kind of deductions from salaries and from uh, end of service benefits, for example, are very strictly regulated. Even previously, uh, there were not so loosey goosey, and uh, or they were not supposed to be so loosey goosey as, as as many companies made them out to be. Uh, but um, but now, as as per the new law, it's even more clear that there are very very few uh, deductions that can be done, and there are specific requirements as to how they must be done. And as you rightfully said, one of the requirements is a very specific undertaking or or an agreement between you and me that how I'm going to be deducting it, and I cannot also deduct all of it um, uh, right away. So right. Uh, there's very sort of specific steps by how much I can I can deduct from your monthly salary. Okay, lots of questions to ask you, Ludmilla. If the PRO of the company did not cancel health insurance of a worker, is there a way to solve it? They did not issue my working visa for two years, no Emirates ID either. I'm not even aware if I have an insurance, which goes back to your earlier point. It's not communicated. Now that they've cancelled me, the new company applied for a visa and it shows that I have huge insurance fines. This person's asking. <clears throat> well, interesting, the insurance fines. So let's, let's kind of go back to perhaps your previous question about health insurance fines. There's so many different types of fines that, uh, that can apply. And this is why, as we said earlier, why this topic is important because a lot of people don't know uh, the law is there but they just may not be aware of a the obligation and b the consequences for if they don't follow these obligations uh, so then um, the fines again depends on which emirate you are in uh, where where are you working uh, so there's a lot of nuances but at a high level the penalties for example in dubai for violating the dubai health insurance laws range from like 500 dirhams to 150,000 dirhams, you know, depending on um, uh, on the circumstances. And so, for example, for employers or companies who fail to provide health insurance to their employees, there's a fine of 1,000 dirhams per employee. So as a company, if I don't give you the insurance, so all those who are listening, if, if your company is, being, is telling you you don't have health insurance or you think you don't have for some reason, then there is a fine of 1,000 dirhams uh, per employee. And by the way, this interesting, it says basically the law says a fine of a thousand years per, per person for employers or sponsors who do not provide or make accessible to their employees or dependents health insurance. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so make accessible basically it's in a way that, you know, this kind of ignorance of, of uh, the policy actually is also a breach of the law. So if uh, the company is not communicating with you, uh, theoretically or technically speaking under the law that's also a violation therefore uh, making the company subject to fine so if you didn't communicate it or hand over the the physical health card or tell somebody how to use the app where the health card resides because most of it's online here now the sponsor company is liable indeed exactly okay. so and then another fine and this is interesting this is directly to the uh, listener's question and that's a fine of 10,000 dirhams per person for employers uh, who require their employees or dependents to cover the costs or part of the cost of their health insurance. Uh, so, uh, and this is in addition to returning the cost to the employee or the dependent. So, so in other words, if let's say I, that's, this is in our listener's case, uh, where you're being asked or your employer is deducting, you may want to bring this to their attention. This is under the Dubai, and that's assuming that you're based in Dubai, but Abu Dhabi might, might have a similar provision. Uh, so the Dubai um, Executive Council decision number seven of 2016 that sets out fines and, and penalties. Uh, in connection with health insurance uh, claims, that's that's 
basically a provision in that specific law that sets out a fine for all companies that require uh, from the employees to compensate them for health insurance uh, to they will be fined 10,000 dirhams. That's a fine on the company. And that's in addition, obviously, to reimbursing the employee for the health insurance coverage. So let's say if, um, going back to you and me, if, if you were my employee and and your health insurance uh, costs you 12000 a year, and I've been deducting every month 1000 dirhams. Uh, so six months into it, uh, basically now you find out, <laughs> you can report me. And as a company, legally speaking, I should be subject to 10000 dirhams for the violation, and I have to return to you this this 6000 dirhams that, I, that you have reimbursed me for your health insurance. Uh, so technically speaking, the, uh, you know, the penalties are fairly serious. I'd report you. <laughs> I'm sure you would. <laughs> oh, let me tell you. Let me ask you two more questions. And the first one is this. I was diagnosed with cancer recently. Uh, somebody writes in, uh, and you have positive thoughts from us on this. I've been through that. So positivity coming towards you. My insurance is expiring at the end of the month. I haven't started my treatment yet. It looks like my employer doesn't want to renew my insurance because he doesn't want to pay a higher premium. Uh, for me, is it legal for employers not to renew employees' insurance? So, uh, so to renew as long as the employee remains to be uh, employed uh, and yeah. sponsored by the company. So, the obligation to health uh, to have the health insurance and continue to renew it remains. Uh, however, the uh, premiums is an interesting question. So here, if the employer uh, has, has already, because at this point in time, I, I I'm not sure necessarily if um, uh, the premiums would go up, but let's say if they are going up and they're going up substantially, in this particular case, there could be an agreement between the company and the employee about the additional premiums. Because as I mentioned earlier, there's a requirement of providing health insurance to the employee, but there isn't a requirement of providing a certain kind of coverage. So the basic coverage, yes, but anything above that or whatever they contractually agreed on, uh, it's you know it, it's basically up for the companies uh, or for the parties to decide. So in this case, let's say depending on how your contract is is drafted, if the contract says um, uh, that um, company provides you with health insurance, period, and now as part of the renewal, the premiums premiums go up, uh, then and the company cannot really reduce those premiums, then by default, still the requirement to renew, uh, even if it's at higher premiums, uh, may re- may still re- remain. However, if, for example, um, um, there is um, there's a limit in the agreement itself, so that I will provide you with health insurance, and this is way above just the basic health insurance coverage, let's say it's a 12,000 dirhams a year, uh, but anything above that, I'm not responsible for. So let's say if the agreement is drafted that way, then in this case, it may be that, um, that, uh, you cannot, um, there, you can still renew the company, will still renew the insurance and will pay the 12,000 dirhams, but the, the margin of the difference between that amount and the higher amount, uh, would be the, your responsibility if you wanted to pay that, uh, extra. Final question. My family are with me and on my sponsorship. Does my employer have to provide medical insurance for them also? Uh, great question. No. The answer is no. Uh, that the, um, uh, the general rule is that the health insurance, the requirement of health insurance uh, is on the sponsor. 
So if it's your family, your obligation uh, as a sponsor to provide them health insurance. Uh, so in, in some companies, some companies offer this as a benefit to their employees, but it's more contractual and uh, not mandated by law. Uh, so no, so in this case, it's not the obligation of the company at all. It's your own obligation unless you have a specific provision in your agreement that provides otherwise. All right. Thank you for the questions. I think that pretty much wraps it up, Ludmilla.